Yo, what's up everyone? My name is Daniel. My name is Mikey. And welcome to the podcast, The Conversation of Wisdom, where we talk about all things spirituality, mindset, and success. We will be conversating about topics that you can apply to your daily life and that will bring you value to your mindset and spirituality that will set you up for success. So, how you doing, Mikey? What's going on, man? Bro, I'm, I'm doing great, man. It's our first podcast, man. How do you feel? Uh, I'm just, I just want to say I'm so happy and grateful to be here right now, you know, be doing this podcast with you. I know we've been talking about this for a while now. Yeah, yeah, man. It's 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 been in the works, but now it's here and it's, um. this is fun. This is a fun experience. I, I like it. Yeah. Um, it's, it seems easy to start a podcast, but it has its things, a few things. And we got it going though. We're going, so I'm happy. Yeah, I think I think for me, uh, starting starting this was um, I had a lot of fear around it. You know what I mean? Like I had a lot of fear around being heard. How how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, man. I mean, this is always something I wanted to do, but always been so like timid, afraid to to do it on my own. You know, just. You know, you got fear of how you're going to sound and will people listen to it. And, you know, we teamed up and kind of gave me more confidence now. But, yeah, yeah a lot of fear behind it, though. Yeah, like it's it, it's like worrying what people think. You know what I mean? It's always it's always a little bit easier when, when you team up with someone. And, yeah, I think for me, what was really coming up was just the fear of what everyone thinks. And, and it's like in reality, bro, in, in like 90 years, we're all not going to be around. You know what I mean? So it's like, what does it matter what what everyone thinks? We're all going to be gone anyways. You know what I mean? Like, why not look at it from that perspective and and just attack things, you know, that that make us afraid instead of allowing it to consume us, you know? So that's... Definitely, man. I agree with you. Um, You know, and it's something that it's for a great cause. You know, we're going to be helping people, helping people's lives and and changing their lives, you know, and inspiring people to be better and no better way to start than with ourselves by doing what we said we were going to do and we're actually doing it now. Right, right. Just here providing value and just kind of telling our stories and, and giving our input and, you know, just trying to bring as, as much value to people as we can, you know? Well, well, Daniel, tell us a little bit about you, man. Let's, let's, let, let's let the people know who Daniel is. So my name is uh, Daniel Munoz. I'm from San Diego, California. Um, I'm a former DJ. I still do DJ every now and again, but but um, I'm I'm a mindset and life coach now, so that's that's where I'm at. Dope man, dope. Well, my name is Mikey Silva. Um, I, I I say I do a little bit of everything. I'm a father of two daughters, two beautiful daughters. I'm engaged already. Um, I'm a basketball coach, DJ as well, and um, I've been doing some trading on the side now. And now trying to get into this realm of um, personal development, being a life coach mentor as well. So, yeah. So how, so how long have you been, you personally been practicing personal development? Man, no lie. I've been doing it since this whole COVID thing started back mm-hmm. in March. I did a little bit last year with like basketball wise. Not so much into like too deep of personal, but, you know, you can say I studied a little bit of basketball to help me with that aspect, but nothing too personal and so i've been doing this since march so it's been great for me yeah that that, that makes sense you, you and i know you're a big fan of kobe so so like that whole mamba mentality like 
I, I feel like personal development has always kind of been there and especially like around us, you know, even when we were younger, we just didn't have a name to put on it. Right. You know, exactly. You know, and R.P. Kobe, he's actually a big reason why, you know, I do a lot of things, too, because he's my motivation, that inspiration, actually, towards, you know, one of the first books I read about basketball was about him, mm-hmm. that Mamba mentality. And mm-hmm. he talks about it, you know, being out there and, and doing things without fear. So mm-hmm. shout out to him. Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've dabbled in uh, personal development and, and mindset and law of attraction, you know, spirituality for probably the, the past eight years, you know. So wow. um, I, I also have a degree in psychology and, and, and sociology. So, you know, this is I love this stuff, you know, and I think that's that's where I was getting to is, you know, I do this. I love it. You know, personal development, I think, is one of the most important things anyone can can take on. Definitely. You know, I think a lot of people underrate the personal develop development aspect i agree a lot of people don't want to read books a lot of people don't want to listen to like podcasts or audiobooks mm-hmm. they say it's a waste of your time and i i'm not gonna lie i was one of those people too same <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you know it, it sadly it takes a whole t- tragedy to happen in the world like this covid thing to wake some people up you know and i'm grateful it woke me up a little bit yeah yeah and i'm grateful for the people that have ran into my life because those people introduced me to it and so it's it's taken me far in, in such a very little time it's made me realize a lot more about life and um yeah you know funny story i want to mention actually it just came to my mind because I know you just asked me about like personal development is um, in the spiritual spiritual side of it, you know, because mindset and spirituals is a little different. Would you agree, Daniel, or it's about the same almost or? I, I think I think the mind is the window to the soul. So I think they go hand in hand. And I think that as as your mindset starts to shift, you become more spiritual, you know, in, in the sense of having more faith and belief in something that is bigger than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, you know, it started with spiritual first before the mindset. Okay. That's that. Yeah. For me, it's the opposite. Okay. So, so, so dive deeper. You know, in, in 2000, gosh, I want to say 18, I took my first philosophy class. Oh, okay, okay. And, um, you know, you know, philosophy, talk about certain topics that are very strong and talk about religion, you know, gender, and, you know, how can the world be, you know, are we living in this actual world or different things, you know? So, you know, kind of messes up with your mind a little bit and <laughs> yeah. your spirit too. So, but to get to the point, you know, when I woke up spirituality wise is, you know, I left the, the class to go use the restroom. And um, there was a guy posted outside the building with his table and a few books in front of him. And I could tell from, you know, from far he was selling something. And you know how you, how you be when people are trying to sell you some stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't need that, you know. And, you know, I walk, you know, as I'm walking towards him and by him, because I got to go up, um, the guy's just staring me down at the corner of my eye. I can see it. And I, he was dressed up as a monk. He was a monk. And I was like, man, 
Oh gosh. You know, it's like he attracted me with his eyes and his look. He called me over. He didn't call me over. He just called me over with his look. You just knew, like his energy, like said yes, was something about yes, it. Yeah. Energy. Right. So I walked over to him and I was like, hey, good morning, you know, being friendly. And he was like, Good morning. It's like, hey, um, you know, I got these books. And the book was a uh, if I mispronounce the name, sorry, but it's Bhagajita. Oh a bag. Bhagavadita. I I know what you're talking about. Bhagavadita, you know, book. This book is about God and, you know, how how life is supposed to be, how you should approach life. And it it goes into deep, you know. And, well, that book, you know, he he asked me for a donation. And it's like he sold it to me too, you know. But at the same time, I wanted it. And, you know, I got the book and, you know, and. Since I was taking that philosophy class, it kind of made me, you know, in philosophy, you open up your mind a lot more. You know, you start yeah. to, to get more ideas because you, you talk about certain topics that some people don't talk about on the regular. And so, you know, when we mentioned about God and we started talking about the Bible and how, how can you defend the Bible, you know, who wrote it and it starts bringing up questions. Yeah. I don't want to get too into religion either. I'm not trying to offend nobody, you know, but... You know, it's, I wasn't questioning my faith or anything like that, but, you know, I want to know what's more out there. Mm-hmm. So that book, Bhagajita, just opened me up spiritually. And which, you know, like it's vice versa. You said the mind is a, the window to spirituality. Mm-hmm. For me, it was unlocking my spirit. And then slowly it went into mind. That makes so, sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. That's 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 beautiful, man. That's a beautiful experience. Um yeah, just to just to wake up like that. And and I think in philosophy and, and just like you were explaining, it's not necessarily questioning um, you know, you don't want to question necessarily I guess religion. You're you're more or less like just questioning reality in itself, right? Like you're kind of questioning things like like, well who made this? Who made that, I guess, you know, and it's um it's looking deeper into things, you know, and not just accepting the information that's given to you, right? Which is critical thinking. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, this is um, where we kind of want to open up people's people's minds and eyes, you know, and helping them through this podcast. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be bringing a lot of good stuff to this podcast. Yeah. Value, you know, thinking long run, we're going to bring some guests on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about mindset, spirituality, um, you know, business, money, success, uh stocks you name it health you, lifestyle yep, you just name a little it. bit of everything we want to be diverse we want to bring you guys something different mm-hmm. you know when we bring up our name a conversation of wisdom we just want to bring you our real selves you know nothing's really scripted here at all no we're just kind of you know we're being ourselves and we want people to feel enlightened and feel inspired to be themselves yeah absolutely absolutely find your truth yeah find your truth so for the first topic for our first podcast we want to talk about fear yeah fear oh so what do you think fear is bro fear yeah like what it is to me or what what it is what is it to you fear to me is a (sighs) 
I find it kind of interesting because everything I've always been afraid of, I'm just trying to figure out how to word this, is, is everything that I'm supposed to chase. You know, like I was afraid to do this podcast and it was because I was really afraid to be heard, you know, and as I decided to pursue this thing, I could feel a lot of fear coming up. And it was just because of my comfort, you know, it's my ego. And yeah, so fear to me is, it's just, it's a story. It's a, it's a defense mechanism in the brain that is, that is stopping you from pushing forward because it's trying to keep you alive, you know, and a lot of our fears are based off of stories and conditions that aren't even ours, you know, so fear is, it's a made up thing. It's, it's non-existent. It's something that we make up in our heads. So that's what fear is, you know, to me. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, I did some little research behind the definition of fear. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, in the standard definition, it says an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, something can create a lot, you know. Here's my definition of fear is fear is an emotion that we create in our minds. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't I don't think a lot of people will stop and be like, what's stopping me from doing what I want to do in life? Like, what is my fear? Yeah. I just questioned myself that the other day. And, you know, when I was doing this research, you know, I was like, damn, this is... Right there, it's just created in the mind. Yeah. And, you know, for a while doing this podcast, you know, wanting to do this podcast, you know, never really wanting to because I was fear, you know, lots of, there's different things in fear of being unsuccessful, you know, being made fun of. Mm -hmm. Is it going to hit? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> um, you know, obviously, I'm the type of person that wants that wants to be successful in everything I do, you know, mm -hmm. or at least, at least be the best to do the best to my ability. Right. And what I do. Right. So. Yeah. Like, and, and, um, and it's so funny cause it's like, I've, I've noticed a pattern, you know, like, and just like you said, you started thinking about your fear. I, I did that a little while ago and I started figuring out the pattern of fear. It's like anything that we're afraid of in our mind when we finally do it or when we finally get through it or, or whatever it is, it's never as bad as you build up in your head. You know what I mean? Like it's actually really easy. It's not stressful. You know, I'm starting to see that we create the stress around the event. You know, we create the fear. It's not it's not the actual event itself, you know, because this is actually this is really relaxing. You know, like this is kind of cool. You know what I mean? And I, you know, there was fear and stress about it. So. You know, you just you just brought up something to my mind right now, bro. What? Um, would fear exist if we didn't have eyes? Uh, no, but even if you do have eyes, you can you can actually take what you're afraid of, right? Like you could look at what you're afraid of, and you can you can dissect it in a way to where you're not afraid of anything. Like think about if you just lived fearless, you were just fearless. Yeah, I agree. You know, fear is, fear is very powerful, people. Very, very powerful. Now imagine if you overcome the fear, who's going to become powerful? That's right. You are. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, and, and a lot of it, you know, too, that helps with fear is just, you know, I like to, to talk to myself and analyze, and not, and not, uh, 
Excuse my language. Oh, you're good. Analyze everything. Analyze, okay. Analyze yeah. everything. Sorry, guys. Oh, you're good. But analyze everything and break down what's holding me back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of the things I do to get over that, too, after I analyze is maybe reading a book or doing some research or shoot. We just mentioned his name, Kobe Bryant, you know, thinking about those people that inspire our lives that make us better. You know, I'll look towards um, I look up to my dad. So there's some things with, you know, I look up to him and be like, man, you know, my dad's doing it. You know, I'm sure he had a little fear, but look where he's at now. He's got things going on for himself. Right. Right. And if he didn't overcome that fear, what would have happened? Right. Like a lot of things would have been different, but he did, you know, he, and, and it's like, if you look back on your life, like so interesting, we overcome fear all the time, you know, like we do it all the time. And, you know, we don't, I don't think we praise ourselves enough and recognize that, you know, we're really brave people, you know, just human beings in general. Like, you know, think about all the times you've taken chances on things, knowing that they might not work out and then they work out, you know, and it's and kind of back back to your original question, you know, like that's why I feel like um, this is this is like mindset and, and spirituality go hand in hand, because I feel like when you get your mindset in, in, in a space where you're not fearful, you become what you become full of faith. Right. And it's just it, you're just you're just in faith and you're just understanding that, hey, everything's going to work out for me. And, you know, and again, it's like, what if we lived our lives from that perspective? How how easier would life be? Because if fear is created in our minds, how how easier would things be? Yeah, I, I always I like to say too is um, fear is a frequency. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, faith is one of those can overpower fear mm-hmm. and also courage. Yeah. You you have to have courage to do things in life. Yeah. To overcome that fear, so you got to think about it. Where, you know, you got to. You think about it like this. Think about it in music. You know, you're going to turn it up. You got to turn up. You you know, a lot of people right now have the have it in full volume. Not everybody. But the people that are dealing with, with fear, you have it at a volume 10. Or maybe 8. Or maybe 5. Or maybe 1 or 0. So, you know, you got to f- balance it. And overpower it with something else which is faith and courage yeah i like that you know and just you know our minds are are, we feed off of vibrations and frequencies Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes fear you know comes from your mind too but i do think that it does come from the people you're around with too absolutely man like if I really feel like a lot of those fears, you know, are projected onto you from the people around you. It's like, look at the five people around you. You know, if you're not making progress and you're constantly stuck in fear and anxiety, it's like, look at who's around you. Like, what what are their lifestyle choices, right? Like, who are they around and, and how do they talk? Like, how do they talk to you and how do they talk to themselves? You know, that's super important. Yeah, you got to be careful with the words you use. Words are power. Yeah, powerful, powerful. You know, you you really, you really gotta dive deep into person development to over. I think also overcome fear. Um, going into words, you know, 
I've read the book, Rich. Um, um, shoot, I just uh, think, think and Grow Rich. Oh, yeah, that's a good think one. It's classic, rich. yeah. And um, Napoleon Hill talks about self-automation. And he brings up the perfect example where, you know, if you wake up every day and tell yourself, I can't, I won't, you know, or even the thought of people are going to make fun of me. People will, you know, tell me I'm a loser. Then your reality will be that. What you tell yourself will be your reality. But if you want to flip that, you got to be using words like, I can, I will, I'm going to be successful. You know, I'm, I'm going to overcome this fear or this problem that I have in my life right now. Um, you know, that's something I've learned in my personal development, you know, um, and still getting over it, too. You know, we're not perfect. I'm still fighting it and I'm getting through it, though. I'm happy to say I'm getting through it. And you guys out there should be confident in yourselves and what you do. And if the person next to you, like Daniel said, those first five, those five people you hang out with, you know, if they're not bringing anything, you know, value to you, not mater not materials you know, but spiritually or mentally, if they're not bringing any value to you, then sadly, you got to cut them off. Mm -hmm. Not completely. You can still say, hi, how are you doing? But that's not the type of person you're going to want to hang out with every weekend or every day. More of a, you know, once a month or just a text or a call here and there. But it, it sucks because we don't want to be that type of people. At least not me. I want to... I want to be friendly, talkative, you know, talk to, conversate with everybody. But, you know, I've cut so many people out of my life. And let me tell you guys, it feels good when that person's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. Being negative and putting you down because of your dreams and bringing what if this or what if that, you know, and causing more fear to you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, just projecting more fear onto you. No, I, I, I hear it, man, and it's um, and there's even there's even like there's even a fear around you know cutting off people that are that are close to you because there, there's this guilt and there's this, you know, there's this thought that you know well maybe I'm making the wrong decision or you know maybe I'm being you know arrogant or you know but we have to ask ourselves like does do these people inspire you? You know, do these people celebrate you when you win? You know, do they belittle you? You know, do they have love for you unconditionally? You know, these these are these are the types of questions we need to ask when we're cutting off people, and 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 yes, there is a fear behind cutting off certain individuals, you know, who are close to you. But at the same time, if they're not meeting those basic needs, you know, as as being a good person, it's like why why does that person deserve to be around you? You know, why are you so afraid to cut that person off? You know, like it just that's never made sense to me, and I know that's that's hard, you know, and it's an understanding and like I guess self love. It's more it's more it's more in the self-love like I love myself enough to let to let go of the fear of letting go of these people you know so yeah you, you got to take care of yourself first yeah not you're not being selfish if you do that you know you you can't you can't get up the hill with you know carrying a bunch of sandbags or excuse me carrying a bag of rocks you know yeah yeah you're never gonna get over the hill or you you probably get over the hill, but how long is it gonna take you? Yeah, 
And so you you dragging those people with you, those negative thoughts, those negative people, slowing you down, you know. And then you forget about who you are, and you know, and you know where you're trying to go to. Yeah. So and and like Daniel brings it up, self love. Take care of you. Yeah. You're not being selfish. No. You know, you're doing what you have to do to accomplish what you want in life. We're 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 put here in this world for a reason. Mm-hmm. If that dream, that goal comes across your mind, write it down, then go accomplish it. Go do it. Even if you're not completely successful with it, at least you're doing something towards yourself mentally and spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. Which is part of you know, self love is part of that. Mm, it's a big part of it. So so what do you what do you say was probably your biggest your biggest fear as of now? Like what like what's something that you fear? You know, one of the things that's the back of me is am I gonna be able to like provide for my family the way it's I want to? Such a big one for a man. Like just I wanna do so much for my family. You know, like I wanna buy my own home. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, retire my parents, help, you know, return everything to them because they've done so much for me. Yeah. So, like, those two are the ones that are just, like, get to me, you know, am I going to or am I going to, you know? And, you know, I want to, I want to leave the, you know, set my family good for life too, you know, my daughter's. You know, I do, I do, it does cross my mind with whether am I going to have enough money financially to get them the things they want. Yeah. You know, I, obviously there's times where you can't, but, you know, as a parent, you, you, you know, your daughter wants something. You're like, can't tell them no. Yeah. Yeah. And on the other side with my, my parents, you know. I've realized, you know, they've they've done so much for me. Until this day, they're still working. And, like, I want to retire them and give them everything in return, take them on vacations. But that is my fear, whether I'm, I'm going to do that for my parents or am I going to do that for my daughters, you know, get them the things they want, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a big one, you know. It's, especially for men, it's like being the provider, you know. And I think that there, there's a, there's a lot of understanding of of why that would be be a fear. And and I think I think one thing I would want to add on to to that is is like it's like how how do how do we combat that type of fear? It's like like are you doing everything in your power to you know be the provider for your family like are are you doing everything in your absolute power to do that like in this moment are you doing that do you feel like you are you know that's something i i tell myself every day am i doing enough am i taking up advantage of every day you know making the most out of every opportunity that comes across you know and uh, you know, me, I, I'm a very like I, I'm big on pride like, for myself. You know, mm. I take a lot of pride on how I do things. You know, I want to be successful right away, and you know, I give myself headaches. 
But what did I do? One of the things I do is I talk to my fiance, mm. and I let you know I let her know my thoughts, where I'm at, what I'm stressing, what are my fears, mm. and she kind of tells me, "If you looked at yourself on how much you're doing, you're doing a lot." Yeah. I just don't see it. Do you feel like that? I feel like that's a common thread, but but between high achievers, Be, we're so we're so focused on getting things done that we don't see that we're actually getting things done in the moment, you know, and that and we see like, and I know you personally, and I know that you don't compare yourself to anyone. You're just you. Right. But if you were to look around and, and compare, you know, like the way that you view things or the way that you go about things, it's, it's, it's very much that you, you are doing everything in your power to provide, you know, at this moment. And it's like, um, I totally understand. Cause I'm really hard on myself. You know, I don't ever feel like I'm doing enough. And it's like, you know, do you feel like that too? Like, you're you're, like, it's not enough. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, this is where I try to balance a little bit where as a, you know, as me, I'll talk about myself. I don't like being cocky. I don't want to be cocky. Yeah. But sometimes I do reflect on what I've done and what I have. And I tell myself damn i got this i got that yeah but i'm trying to be cocky or like show it off just being proud yeah being proud and kind of you sometimes got to reflect on those moments of when you did have fear you know um you know like for instance me djing you know um i didn't know i was gonna take it this far right Right. <laughs> I fear every week was, am I going to get a gig? Where am I going to play? You know, or, or coaching, you know, for me, like, I had a, I started off rough as a coach. Yeah. I didn't win any games. Damn. My first season, I was coaching at Boys and Girls Club, and, you know, I went 0-8. Oh. And after that, you know, you know, I didn't think about coaching again. You know, not necessarily because I didn't want to, but I was just like, you know, that was it. That was the opportunity. You know, it's done. The season's done. You know, and had that fear like, man, am I going to win again or not? You know, or am I ever going to win? You yeah. Know? Luckily, I got another call from my, my same friend called me. He's like, hey, we need a volunteer over here. And guys, this is funny. You know, I went 0-8 and at this Boys and Girls Club League and... You know, I get invited to volunteer as a coach somewhere else. And um, in my first season at the rec, because this is another, another gym, I won two championships. <laughs> I think with one of my teams, I went undefeated. And with one of my teams, I, I lost one game. And that's because I didn't have my best player. <laughs> but... You know, that's just a quick example. I can keep going, but, you know, that's, you know, you got to reflect on your, your your good moments in life. Yeah. Don't reflect on the bad moments. Yeah. Even though do, they do cross my mind sometimes. I'm like, oh, man, you know, I wasn't successful with this. But then, you know, you got to overpower it, power, overpower it with uh, the good moments. Yeah. You know? you know, and something that too, you know. That brought, you know, came up to my mind too is um, what happens if you continue to live with fear? You know, we all go to one place 
after our lives, you know, and and Les Brown says it really good. That struck my my struck my mind was he says you're gonna continue to live with fear, and you're gonna end up, li- uh, you know, pretty much you're gonna end up dying with fear, mm-hmm. you know, and you're gonna go to the number one place in the world, the graveyard, yep. living with the fear, and also living with the fact that you didn't do anything, you didn't, you didn't, and when we say anything, I don't say like. You became the superstar, a rock star, you know, famous. No, no, like, you didn't do anything. Like, you didn't, you didn't go chase your dreams. You didn't go, you know, go for your goal, accomplish your goal. Even if if it's the smallest goal, you didn't even do that. Because some people don't. You know, mm-hmm. Les Browns brings out the example too that he's interviewed these older people, the elderly, and he'll ask them the question: What is what is one thing you would do if you could go back? You know, when you're younger, when you're 20 and 30s. I wish I would have just invested into a business. I wish I would have just followed my dreams. Mm-hmm. Not been not been afraid. And well, depending on how you handle yourself when you get older, you know, some people can't handle it and just be like, you know, life is what it is, you know. And some people live with that regret, which that regret makes them mad and cranky. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, living like living with fear and it's it there's a formula that we see everywhere, you know, and we have a tool called the internet. If you go read any successful person's um biography or you hear their story, they all have this one commonality in in in, in common. What is it? They did the one thing that they were afraid of and they failed all the time and they weren't afraid of it and and it was like because they did that, it's they were, they were able to provide for their family. They were able to live their dream. They were able to, you know, pursue happiness in that way. And I think that overcoming fear is a big part of pursuing happiness. You know, you have to get over some of these fears that you're not good enough or that you you can't or that you don't have the skills or, or whatever, it, whatever excuse that is, you know, perpetuating this fear. It's like you got to let go of that or, or else you become consumed by it, you know, and, and that's it. And that's all she wrote. And and that's like, I don't, I don't believe we're just here to work and die. I believe we're here to overcome the fear, be our, be our best selves and, and to win and to be successful, to be happy, you know, and at peace. Yeah. I, I like how you say that, you know, in this world, everyone should, should be successful. Everyone can be successful. Absolutely. Um, you know, don't. Don't look at yourself in the mirror and just say, "Oh, it's just plain old me." Yeah. Not I'm not supposed to be successful because of all the the bad things that have have happened in your life, or when you have had, or when you've actually tried to go for your goal and you weren't successful. You can't just make that situation or moment reflect upon your whole life. And you're when you do that, you're basically telling yourself you're you're telling the future you're going to have. Right. I'm not successful. I'm never going to be successful. Well, guess what? You, it's sad to say, but if you, if I catch you telling yourself that, I'm going to bring it up where if you continue to tell yourself that, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. But you can change that. Mm-hmm. You can You can tell yourself, I'm going to be successful. 
I'm just going through a tough time right now that mm-hmm. I'm going to overcome. Transition. Yeah, I, I like I like the word transition. I'm going through transition. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to take. Yeah. But I'm going to. Right. Things in life happen so quick, guys. Things, you and you guys know this stuff. You think of a thought, bam. You're like, geez. I, I, I know me and Daniel would be talking. Yeah. And he'll say something, I'll be like, man, I was just thinking of that. It's frequency. Yeah, it's all frequency. Yeah. You know, and, and it comes down like we're doing this podcast. And, you know, one of the things that I hold a lot of value is the person I'm doing with, 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 with Daniel. Because, you know, like how he mentioned, like, the people you're around with. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to do this with anybody else. So, or maybe some other people. But, you know, you start to hang out with that right person, you can overcome that fear. Right. Right. I appreciate that, man. And I, I wouldn't be able to do this without you. You know what I mean? Like you helped me facilitate a lot of things and overcome the fear and um, the procrastination. And I know that's a big one, procrastination. Yeah. It brings up to a point, too, you know, guys, if you're dealing with fear, whatever it might be, you know, you want to be a teacher, you know, DJ, coach, I don't know, um, so many things out there you can be, you know, an engineer. Like, go hang out with some people that do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Ask them questions. Ask them things that, you know, they did wrong and what they did good. So you know what things you can't, you 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 should do and what you shouldn't do. Yeah. Because that, that will actually help overcome the fear. And And just know, too, you don't have to do things alone all the time. No. I was just realizing today, you know, before we got into this podcast, <laughs> I was told myself, and I tell my myself these words every day is I'm so happy and grateful and say whatever I'm happy and grateful for. But, you know, I told myself I'm so happy and grateful for the people that I have met in my life because those people have now helped me be successful. Yeah. It's powerful. You know, and. Daniel comes up to mind. The coaches that I'm working with come up to mind. The people that I've worked with in the industry of DJing have helped me. I have so many people in the, in the industry that have helped me so much. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. You know, it starts well, it starts with questioning and asking. That's it. That's it. No, I, I thank you for that, man. That, that was uh, that was very flattering. No, I, I, f- I feel that same way, you know, and... um really really appreciate the compliments and i think it is who you you surround yourself with and, and who you hang out with and um you are one of my good friends where we can talk about spirituality and mindset you know we can sit here and just try to provide value you know just like you said and just be ourselves you know and just and just talk about it and it flows and it's not something that's forceful but like you had said um it, it it takes a village. It takes a team. You know, like if you go look at the Tony Robbins, go look at Warren Buffett, go look at all the all these people. Are they doing everything alone? No, they're not. They got a whole team. You know, and I feel like collectively, that is also a fear of asking for help or teaming up with people or you know, a, be the, the afraid of looking dumb. You know, like so you want to do it yourself, and it's like that's the hardest way to go about it. You know, like the fear of not of you know, not wanting to branch out and ask for the help. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. 
Yeah, I've realized that, you know, <clears throat> if you're someone that's, you know, if you're full of money, you know, you're born with money, your family's rich, you know, you can buy things. But in most cases, not everybody's rich. No. So you, you really got to go ask for help. Yeah, you can do it on your own. It's going to take longer, though. Yeah, absolutely. Will it feel more fulfilling that you did on it? Of course. Of course. But if you're someone that's trying to move fast, trying to get to your goal quicker, ask for help. Ask for advice. Do the research, you know, and, you know, look up these other successful people and see how they got there. Most of them, most of them struggle at first. Mm -hmm. A lot of them struggle at first. And then... They'll say, you know, I had a conversation with so-and-so and things happen. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how it works. I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know. I think when you just start to do it on your own, it can be a little selfish. Yeah. To yourself. Yeah. Not to anybody, to yourself, which is very, very important that you... Because if, if you start creating that selfish aspect, which selfish is not... It's not good. It's not positive. It's negative. So you start to attract that too. Yeah, absolutely. Like you have no, there's no real purpose behind it. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's no, like there's your why is a lot different. Like I feel like when, when you are in that space of, you know, oh, I, the lone wolf or I got to take things on by myself, you know, like I feel like your energy is different, you know, like you're almost a little pissed off because you do have to do it by yourself. But in reality, it's like, well, who's choosing to do it by themselves? We are, you know, and it's like, why? Because I'm afraid to ask for help. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, and that, that energy behind that just, it doesn't feel as good as, as, you know, um, collaboration like this is right. And, and, and it just doesn't feel as good. You know, that, that emotion behind, you know, doing like doing, I'm not saying you, you have to always be, be in collaboration with someone or have a team, but at the same time, it's like, Sometimes it makes it makes the journey easier. It makes it more fun, man. Like it's just a lot more fun. Yeah, it does. It does. I've had, you know, from my coaching experiences when you're with that assistant coach or you're the assistant coach mm. and you know, you win that championship, you know, and it's a team thing. Yeah. It comes down like I I can say that too because <clears throat> when I um I'm going to go back to the moment when I went 0-8. I, I, I did that all on myself. I wanted to do it on my own. And when I went to the wreck, you know, my friends that gave me the opportunity were like, there's someone that can help you, that can be your assistant. He actually was a high school coach at this high school. He can be your assistant. Do you want? And I was like, I kind of realized in my head, I was like, no, I don't want it. Yeah. But then I said to myself, I do need the help. Yeah. Being honest to myself. I do need the help. Being honest, yeah. And low-key, like, he struck my mind until this day. He's still, whenever I coach new teams or younger guys, you know, the one thing he brought to me was, he's like, you know, I asked him, what is it that, you know, what's, what's one thing you would teach first? Defense. And no, 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 uh, no lie. I've taken that with me everywhere I go. And you won two championships with it. 
Yeah, and if I have much success with my defense and coaching. <laughs> and but you know, like if I would have been ignorant, you know, I would have I don't think I've been, I would have been where I'm at. Or yeah, I would have probably get to the point where I'm at, but it would have been a lot tougher a lot. You know, probably not win two championships. Yeah. You know? But that fear of, you know, you know, thinking that I wasn't gonna do it and now, you know, I'm doing it though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I agree, man. I, I I definitely I definitely agree. Um it's it's always like like a mentor or two that will really change the game for you, you know, and will change your whole life. And it was just because we got outside our comfort zone, you know, and it was like asking for help and it was just getting getting away from being afraid you know of asking for that help and it's like look you know look at the position it's put you in now like because you because you took advantage in that moment like you're a high school basketball coach now right that moment got you to here that you know that overcoming that one sense of fear got you to where you are today and it's like just like we were talking about um earlier it's like understanding that everything always works out you know, like in the in the weirdest way, it always works out for you. And it's not as bad as we think it is, you know. Yeah, man. And shout out to um, DJ Ville. Oh, yeah. My uncle, be smooth. Because <laughs> honestly, you know, you just brought it up. You know, you don't ask for help. Yeah. You know, when I brought up the idea to, to Daniel about the podcast, you know, he said, yeah, I'm down. And, you know, I said, oh, dope. Hmm. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're both busy. And then I told Daniel, you know, hey, I, I got to ask for some, I'm going to look for some resources and ask for help. Mm-hmm. Low-key didn't get some help from the people I reached out to, <laughs> which is okay. Yeah. And, you know, I felt ashamed because, you know, I was letting Daniel down. And, but, you know, Daniel hit me up one time. He's like, man, what's up, man? Did, did you get help? Did you, when were you getting this podcast going? Mm-hmm. I was like, honestly, man, the people I reached out to never reached out back to me. Yeah. And I didn't want to bug them and keep bothering them because, you know, I thought these people were going to really extend their hand out and be like, yeah, I hope you, because they did say they're going to help me. Mm-hmm. And when I sent them, sent them the questions, because I said, hey, I'll just send you the questions because I know you're pretty busy to get on a phone call. So I'll respect your time and we can um, just... Uh, you can just answer them. They'll be helpful as a lot, you know? And um, Daniel's all like, hey, we can find some help. My uncle actually knows how to run a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And I had known DJ Ville because he had booked me for, for DJing as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I'm very grateful you know, for Daniel introduced me to his uncle like that because his uncle's pretty dope. Yeah, he's cool. He's a cool guy. He's a uh, he's 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 very uh he he does a lot of a bunch of different things. So he he understands what to do. So shout out to him for for helping us and you know like getting us started. Because I mean, if it wasn't for a lot of that information, you know, I wouldn't be here sitting here you know doing this. So yeah, shout- man. And so just to cap it off, you know. Daniel, what are two or three things that can overcome with fear to help these people out there? Um, to overcome your fear, two or three things. I think one of the biggest things I do is I, as I, is when there's something I'm afraid of, 
I ask how my my younger self would have approached this or how they would have viewed it, you know? So like this podcast, you know, was was a fear for me. But why was that? Because when I was younger, I wanted to be a, you know, a radio DJ. I wanted to talk on the on the radio. You know what I mean? So the fear comes from not living up to this expectation, you know? So a lot of the times, you know, to overcome fear, it's, I check in with my younger self, you know? And I ask, I try to make that individual happy, you know? Like, and that's what this is fulfilling. It's a fulfilling a lot of what wasn't fulfilled when I was younger. Um, and an, another way with fear is I just, I, I lean on the people that love me. You know, I lean on the people that love me and support me and, you know, I just trust in them and, and, and their wisdom and, and what they tell me. Yeah, I agree with those. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for me is meditate. That's a big one. Got to calm yourself down, calm the mind. Remember, cause you're creating that emotion in your mind. So mm -hmm. you want to release that, you know, two is read or watch listen to something inspiring yeah and so you can create that positive emotion that energy that frequency that vibration in your mind and which is going to lead to your spirit and you know i like how how define or daniel put it is um <laughs> he goes by dj define yeah i'm define this is define yeah, yeah um awesome. but yeah lean towards those loved ones mm -hmm. you know but we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first podcast, A Conversation of Wisdom. It's been really dope. This is dope. Mm, We're going to continue to bring you more value. So much fun, man. Like, I had a really good time. Thank you, Mikey. Shout out to Mikey. Shout out to my uncle. Uh, we'll, we'll be bringing a lot of value, so we'll be talking and doing this a lot more. So Definitely. And, you know, if you want to stay in touch with us, um, if you want to provide us any feedback or... If you have any questions about, you know, how to get over some humps of fear and want to reach us out on a personal level, you know, you can reach us out at reach us out at um, a conversation of wisdom at gmail.com. You can also reach us out on our Instagram at a conversation of wisdom. And also, if you want to go show us some love and, you know, like and like our page on Facebook. You can go facebook.com slash a convo of wisdom. And um, yeah, we'll be looking forward for you guys uh, reaching out to us. You know, give us your thoughts. We want to bring we want to bring good value to you guys. Appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we got a lot more coming. So thank you. What's up, everyone? My name is Daniel. My name is Mikey. And welcome to the podcast, A Conversation of Wisdom, where we talk about all things spirituality, mindset, and success.
We will be conversating about topics that you can apply to your daily life and that will bring you value to your mindset and spirituality that will set you up for success. So, how you doing, Mikey? What's going on, man? Bro, I'm, I'm doing great, man. It's our first podcast, man. How do you feel? Uh, I'm just, I just want to say I'm so happy and grateful to be here right now, you know, be doing this podcast with you. I know we've been talking about this for a while now. Yeah, yeah, man. It's 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 been in the works, but now it's here, and it's um. This is fun. This is a fun experience. I, I like it. Yeah. Um. It's it seems easy to start a podcast, but it has its things, a few things, and we got it going though. We're going, so I'm happy. Yeah, I think I think for me, uh, starting starting this was um. I had a lot of fear around it. You know what I mean? Like I had a lot of fear around being heard. How, how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, man. I mean, this is always something I wanted to do, but always been so like timid, afraid to to do it on my own. You know, just you know, you got fear of how you're gonna sound and will people listen to it. And you know, we teamed up and kind of gave me more confidence now. But yeah, yeah, a lot of fear behind it though. Yeah, like it's it, it's like worrying what people think. You know what I mean? It's always it's always a little bit easier when, when when you team up with someone. And yeah, I think for me, what was really coming up was just the fear of what everyone thinks. And, and it's like in reality, bro. In, in like ninety years, we're all not going to be around. You know what I mean? So it's like, what does it matter what what everyone thinks? We're all going to be gone anyways. You know what I mean? Like, why not look at it from that perspective and and just attack things? You know that that make us afraid instead of allowing it to consume us, you know? So that's... Definitely, man. I agree with you. Um, you know, and it, it's something that it's for a great cause. You know, we're going to be helping people, helping people's lives and, and changing their lives, you know, and inspiring people to be better and no better way to start than with ourselves by doing what we said we were going to do and we're actually doing it now. Right, right. Just here providing value and just kind of telling our stories and, and giving our input and, you know, just trying to bring as, as much value to people as we can, you know? Well, well, Daniel, tell us a little bit about you, man. Let's, let's, let, let's let the people know who Daniel is. So my name is uh, Daniel Munoz. I'm from San Diego, California. Um, I'm a former DJ. I still do DJ every now and again, but but um, I'm, I'm a mindset and life coach now, so... That's that's where I'm at. Dope, man, dope. Well, my name is Mikey Silva. Um, I, I, I say I do a little bit of everything. I'm a father of two daughters, two beautiful daughters. I'm engaged already. Um, I'm a basketball coach, DJ as well. And um, I've been doing some trading on the side now. And now trying to get into this realm of um, personal development, being a life coach mentor as well. So yeah. So how so how long have you been you personally been practicing personal development? Man, no lie, I've been doing it since this whole COVID thing started mm -hmm. back in March. I did a little bit last year with like basketball wise, not so much into like too deep of personal, but you know, you could say I studied a little bit of basketball to help me with that aspect, but nothing too personal. And so I've been doing this since March. So it's been great for me. Yeah, that, that that makes sense. You, you and I know you're a big fan of Kobe, so so like that whole Mamba mentality. Like I, I feel like personal development has always kind of been there, and especially like around us. You know, even when we were younger, we just didn't have a name to put on it, right? You know, exactly. 
you know, and RP Kobe. He's actually a big reason why, you know, I do a lot of things too, because he's my motivation, that inspiration actually towards, you know, one of the first books I read about basketball was about him, mm. that Mamba mentality. And mm. he talks about it, you know, being out there and, and doing things without fear. So mm-hmm. shout out to him. Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've dabbled in uh, personal development and, and mindset and law of attraction, you know, spirituality for probably the, the past eight years, you know, so um, wow. I, I also have a degree in psychology and, and, and sociology. So, you know, this is I love this stuff, you know, and I, I think that's that's where I was getting to is, you know, I do this. I love it. You know, personal development, I think, is one of the most important things anyone can can take on. Definitely. You know, I think a lot of people underrate the personal develop development aspect. I agree. A lot of people don't want to read books. A lot of people don't want to listen to like podcasts or audiobooks. Mm-hmm. They say it's a waste of your time. And I, I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people too. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it, it sadly it takes a whole t- tragedy to happen in the world, like this COVID thing to wake some people up, you know, and I'm grateful it woke me up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm grateful for the people that have ran into my life because those people introduced me to it. And so it's, it's taken me far in, in such a very little time. It's made me realize a lot more about life. And um, yeah, you know, funny story I want to mention actually, it just came to my mind because I know you just asked me about like personal development is um, in the spiritual spiritual side of it, you know, because mindset and spirituals is a little different. Would you agree, Daniel, or... It's about the same almost or I, I think I think the mind is the window to the soul. So I think they go hand in hand. And I think that as as your mindset starts to shift, you become more spiritual, you know, in, in the sense of having more faith and belief in something that is bigger than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, you know, it started with spiritual first before the mindset. Okay. That's that yeah. For me it's the opposite. Okay, so 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 dive deeper. You know, in, in two thousand gosh, I wanna say eighteen, I took my first philosophy class. Oh, okay, okay. And um, you know, you know, philosophy talk about certain topics that are very strong and talk about religion, you know, gender and you know, how can the world be, you know, we living in this actual world or different things, you know. So you know, kind of messes up with your mind a little bit and <laughs> yeah. your spirit too. So, but to get to the point, you know, when I woke up spirituality wise is, you know, I left the, the class to go use the restroom and um, there was a guy posted outside the building with his table and a few books in front of him. And I could tell from, you know, from far he was selling something. And you know how you, how you be when people are trying to sell you some stuff. You're yeah, like, I don't need that, you know. And you know, walk, you know, as I'm walking towards him and by him because I gotta go up. Um, the guy's just staring me down. At the corner of my eye, I can see it. And I, he was dressed up as a monk. He was a monk, and I was like, man, oh gosh, you know, it's like he attracted me with his eyes and his look. He called me over. He didn't call me over. He just called me over with his look. 
You just knew, like his energy, like said so yes, was something about yes, it. Yeah. Energy. Right. So I walked over to him and I was like, hey, good morning, you know, being friendly. And he was like, Good morning. It's like, hey, um, you know, I got these books. And the book was a uh, if I mispronounce the name, sorry, but it's Bhagajita. Oh a bag bag Bhagavadita. I I know what you're talking about. Bhagavadita, you know, yeah, yeah, book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This book is about God and you know how how life is supposed to be, how you should approach life, and it it goes into deep, you know. And well, that book, you know, he he asked me for a donation, and it's like he sold it to me too, you know. But at the same time, I wanted it, and I, you know, I got the book, and you know, and since I was taking that philosophy class, it kind of made me, you know, in philosophy, you open up your mind a lot more, you know, you start yeah. to to get more ideas because. You, you talk about certain topics that some people don't talk about on the regular. And so, you know, when we mentioned about God and we started talking about the Bible and how, how can you defend the Bible, you know, who wrote it? And it starts bringing up questions. Yeah. I don't want to get too into religion either. I'm not trying to offend nobody, you know, but, you know, it's, I wasn't questioning my faith or anything like that. But, you know, I want to know what's more out there. Mm -hmm. So that book, Bhagajita, just opened me up spiritually. And which, you know, like it's vice versa. You said the mind is a, the window to spirituality. For me, it was unlocking my spirit. And then slowly it went into mind. That makes so, sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. That's, that's, that's beautiful, man. That's a beautiful experience. Um, yeah, just to, just to wake up like that. And, and I think in philosophy, and, and just like you were explaining, it's not necessarily questioning, um, you know, you don't want to question necessarily I guess religion. You're you're more or less like just questioning reality in itself, right? Like you're kind of questioning things like like well, who made this? Who made that? I guess you know. And it's um, it's looking deeper into things, you know, and not just accepting the information that's given to you, right? Which is critical thinking. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you know, this is um, where we kind of want to open up people's people's minds and eyes, you know, and helping them through this podcast. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be, we'll be bringing a lot of good stuff to this podcast Yeah, value, you know, thinking long run, we're going to bring some guests on here mm -hmm. and talk about mindset, spirituality, um, you know, business, money, success, uh, stocks, you name it, health, you, lifestyle, yep, you just name a little it. bit of everything. We want to be diverse. We want to bring you guys something different. Mm -hmm. You know, when we bring up our name. A conversation of wisdom we just want to bring you our real selves you know nothing's really scripted here at all no we're just kind of you know we're being ourselves and we want people to feel enlightened and feel inspired to be themselves yeah absolutely absolutely find your truth yeah find your truth so for the first topic for our first podcast we want to talk about fear yeah, fear. Oh, fear. so what do you think fear is, bro? Fear? Yeah. Like what it is to me, or yeah, what what it is? What is it to you? Fear to me is a I find it kind of interesting because everything I've always been afraid of. I'm just trying to figure out how to word this. Is is everything that I'm supposed to chase? 
you know, like I was afraid to do this podcast and it was because I was really afraid to be heard, you know, and as I decided to pursue this thing, I could feel a lot of fear coming up and it was just because of my comfort, you know, it's my ego. And yeah, so fear to me is, it's just, it's a story. It's a, it's a defense mechanism in the brain that is, that is stopping you from pushing forward because it's trying to keep you alive, you know, and a lot of our fears are based off of stories and conditions that aren't even ours, you know, so fear is, it's a made up thing. It's, it's non-existent. It's something that we make up in our heads. So that's what fear is, you know, to me. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, I did some little research behind the definition of fear Mm -hmm. and it, you know, in the standard definition, it says an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. And that, you know, something can create a lot, you know. Here's my definition of fear is fear is an emotion that we create in our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't think a lot of people will stop and be like, what's stopping me from doing what I want to do in life? Like, what is my fear? Yeah. I just questioned myself that the other day. And, you know, when I was doing this research, you know, I was like, damn, this is it's right there. It's just created in the mind. Yeah. And, you know, for a while doing this podcast, you know, wanting to do this podcast, you know, never really wanting to because I was fear, you know, lots of, there's different things in fear of being unsuccessful, you know, being made fun of. Mm-hmm. Is it going to hit? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, you know, obviously I'm the type of person that, wants that wants to be successful in everything i do you mm-hmm. know or at least at least be the best to do the best to my ability right and what i do right so. yeah like and and um and it's so funny because it's like i've i've noticed a pattern you know like and just like you said you started thinking about your fear i, I did that a little while ago and i started figuring out the pattern of fear it's like anything that we're afraid of in our mind when we finally do it or when we finally get through it or, or whatever it is, it's never as bad as you build up in your head. You know what I mean? Like it's actually really easy. It's not stressful. You know, I'm starting to see that we create the stress around the event. You know, we create the fear. It's not it's not the actual event itself, you know, because this is actually this is really relaxing. You know, like this is kind of cool. You know what I mean? And I, you know, there was fear and stress about it. So. You know, you just you just brought up something to my mind right now, bro. Wow. Um, would fear exist if we didn't have eyes? Uh, no, but even if you do have eyes, you can you can actually take what you're afraid of, right? Like you could look at what you're afraid of, and you can you can dissect it in a way to where you're not afraid of anything. Like think about if you just lived fearless, you were just fearless. Yeah, I agree. You know, fear is, fear is very powerful, people. Very, very powerful. Now imagine if you overcome the fear, who's going to become powerful? That's right. You are. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, and, and a lot of it, you know, too, that helps with fear is just, you know, I like to, to talk to myself and analyze. Excuse my language. Oh, you're good. Analyze everything. Analyze, okay. Analyze yeah. everything. Sorry, guys. Oh, you're good. But analyze everything 
and break down what's holding me back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the things I do to get over that too, after I analyze, is maybe reading a book or doing some research or shoot. We just mentioned his name, Kobe Bryant, you know, thinking about those people that inspire our lives, that make us better. You know, I'll look towards, um, I look up to my dad. So there's some things with, you know, I'll look up to him and be like, man, you know, my dad's doing it. You know, I'm sure he had a little fear, but look where he's at now. He's got things going on for himself. Right, right. And if he didn't overcome that fear, what would have happened? Right. Like a lot of things would have been different, but he did, you know, he, and, and it's like if you look back on your life, like so interesting, we overcome fear all the time, you know, like we do it all the time. And, you know, we don't I don't think we praise ourselves enough and recognize that, you know, we're really brave people, you know, just human beings in general. Like, you know, think about all the times you've taken chances on things, knowing that they might not work out and then they work out, you know, and it's. And kind of back back to your original question, you know, like that's why I feel like um, this is this is like mindset and and spirituality go hand in hand because I feel like when you get your mindset in 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 a space where you're not fearful, you become what you become full of faith, right? And it's just it you're just you're just in faith and you're just understanding that hey everything's gonna work out for me and you know and again it's like what if we lived our lives from that perspective? How how easier would life be? Because if fear is created in our minds, how how easier would things be? Yeah, I, I always I like to say too is um, fear is a frequency. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, faith is one of those can overpower fear mm -hmm. and also courage. Yeah. You you have to have courage to do things in life. Yeah. To overcome that fear, so you got to think about it. Where, you know, you got to. You think about it like this. Think about it in music. You know, you're going to turn it up. You got to turn up. You you know, a lot of people right now have the have it in full volume. Not everybody. But the people that are dealing with, with fear, you have it at a volume 10. Or maybe 8. Or maybe 5. Or maybe 1 or 0. So, you know, you got to balance it. And overpower it with something else which is faith and courage yeah i like that you know and just you know our minds are, are we feed off of vibrations and frequencies mm -hmm. and you know sometimes fear you know comes from your mind too but i do think that it does come from the people you're around with too absolutely man like if I really feel like a lot of those fears, you know, are projected onto you from the people around you. It's like, look at the five people around you. You know, if you're not making progress and you're constantly stuck in fear and anxiety, it's like, look at who's around you. Like, what what are their lifestyle choices, right? Like, who are they around and, and how do they talk? Like, how do they talk to you and how do they talk to themselves? You know, that's super important. Yeah, you, you got to be careful with the words you use. Words are power. Yeah, powerful, powerful. You know, you got, you really, you really gotta dive deep into person development to over. I think also overcome fear. Um, going into words, you know, I've read the book Rich. Um, um shoot, I just uh, think think and grow rich. Oh yeah, that's a good think one. It's classic, rich. yeah. And um, 
Napoleon Hill talks about self-automation. And he brings up the perfect example where, you know, if you wake up every day and tell yourself, I can't, I won't, you know, or even the thought of people are going to make fun of me. People will, you know, tell me I'm a loser. Then your reality will be that. What you tell yourself will be your reality. But if you want to flip that, you got to be using words like, I can, I will, I'm going to be successful. You know, I'm I'm going to overcome this fear or this problem that I have in my life right now. Um, You know, that's something I've learned in my personal development, you know, Um, and still getting over it too. You know, we're not perfect. I'm still fighting it and I'm getting through it though. I'm, I'm happy to say I'm getting through it. And you guys out there should be confident in yourselves and what you do. And if the person next to you, like Daniel said, those first five, those five people you hang out with, you know, if they're not bringing anything, you know, value to you, not material, not materials, you know, but spiritually or mentally, if they're not bringing any value to you, then sadly, you got to cut them off. Mm-hmm. Not completely. You can still say, hi, how are you doing? But that's not the type of person you're going to want to hang out with every weekend or every day. More of a, you know, once a month or just a text or a call here and there. But it, it sucks because we don't want to be that type of people. At least not me. I want to I want to be friendly, talkative, you know, talk to, conversate with everybody. But, you know, I've cut so many people out of my life. Let me tell you guys, it feels good when that person's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Being negative and putting you down because of your dreams and bringing what if this or what if that, you know, and causing more fear to you. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, just projecting more fear onto you. No, I, I, I hear it, man. And it's, um, and there's even, there's even like, there's even a fear around, you know, cutting off people that are, that are close to you because there, there's this guilt and there's this, you know, there's this thought that, you know, well, maybe I'm making the wrong decision or, you know, maybe I'm being, you know, arrogant or, you know, but we have to ask ourselves, like, does do these people inspire you? You know, do these people celebrate you when you win? You know, do they belittle you? You know, do they have love for you unconditionally? You know, these, these are these are the types of questions we need to ask when we're cutting off people. And 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 yes, there is a fear behind cutting off certain individuals, you know, who are close to you. But at the same time, if they're not meeting those basic needs, you know, as as being a good person, it's like, why? Why does that person deserve to be around you? You know, why are you so afraid to cut that person off? You know, like it just that's never made sense to me. And I know that's that's hard, you know, and it's an understanding and like, I guess, self-love. It's more it's more it's more in the self-love. Like I love myself enough to let to let go of the fear of letting go of these people, you know, so. Yeah, you, you got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. Not, you're not being selfish if you do that. You know, you you can't you can't get up the hill with, you know, carrying a bunch of sandbags or, excuse me, carrying a bag of rocks, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're never going to get over the hill or you you probably get over the hill, but how long is it going to take you? Yeah. And so you you dragging those people with you, those negative thoughts, those negative people, slowing you down, you know. And then you forget about who you are, and you know, and you know where you're trying to go to. Yeah. So and and like Daniel brings it up, it's, 
self-love. Take care of you. Yeah. You're not being selfish. No. You know, you're doing what you have to do to accomplish what you want in life. We're 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 put here in this world for a reason. Mm-hmm. If that dream, that goal comes across your mind, write it down, then go accomplish it. Go do it. Even if you're not completely successful with it, at least you're doing something towards yourself mentally and spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. Which is part of, you know, self-love is part of that. Mm, it's a big part of it. So so what do you what do you say is probably your biggest your biggest fear as a now? Like what like what's something that you fear? You, one of the things that's the back of me is am I going to be able to like provide for my family the way it's I want to? Such a big one for a man. Like just I want to do so much for my family. You know, like I want to buy my own home. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, retire my parents, help you know return everything to them because they've done so much for me. Yeah. So like, those two are the ones that are just like get to me. You know, am I going to or am I going to? You know. And you know, I wanna, I wanna leave the you know set my family good for life too you know my daughters you know i do i do this cross my mind with whether am i gonna have enough money financially to get them the things they want yeah you know i obviously there's times where you can't but you know as a parent you 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 know your daughter wants something you're like can't tell them no yeah yeah and on the other side with my my parents you know i've realized you know they've they've done so much for me until this day they're still working and like i want to retire them and give them everything in return take them on vacations but that is my fear whether i'm i'm going to do that for my parents or am I going to do that for my daughters? You know, get them the things they want. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a that's a big one. You know, it's, especially for men, it's like being the provider. You know, and I think that there, there's a, there's a lot of understanding of of why that would be be a fear. And and I think I think one thing I would want to add on to to that is is like. It's like how how do how do we combat that type of fear? It's like like are you doing everything in your power to you know be the provider for your family? Like are are you doing everything in your absolute power to do that? Like in this moment, are you doing that? Do you feel like you are? You know, that's something I I tell myself every day. Am I doing enough? Am I taking up advantage of every day? You know, making the most out of every opportunity that comes across, you know, and I, you know, me, I, I'm a very like, I, I'm big on pride for myself. You know, mm. I take a lot of pride on how I do things. You know, I want to be successful right away. And, you know, I give myself headaches. But one of the, I do, one of the things I do is I talk to my fiance. Mm. And I let you know I let her know my thoughts, where I'm at, what I'm stressing, what are my fears. Mm. And she kind of tells me, if you looked at yourself on how much you're doing, you're doing a lot. Yeah. 
I just don't see it. Do you feel like that? I feel like that's a common thread between high achievers. We're so we're so focused on getting things done that we don't see that we're actually getting things done in the moment, you know, and that we see like and I know you personally and I know that you don't compare yourself to anyone. You're just you. Right. But if you were to look around and, and compare, you know, like the way that you view things or the way that you go about things, it's 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 very much that you you are doing everything in your power to provide, you know, at this moment. And it's like um, I totally understand because I'm really hard on myself. You know, I don't ever feel like I'm doing enough. And it's like, you know, do you feel like that, too? Like, you, you're, like, it's you're not enough. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I this is where I try to balance a little bit where <clears throat> you, as a, you know, as me, as, I'll talk about myself. I don't like being cocky. I don't want to be cocky. Yeah. But sometimes I do reflect on what I've done and what I have. And I tell myself damn, I got this, I got that. Yeah. But I'm not trying to be cocky or like show it off. Just being proud. Yeah. But being proud and kind of, you sometimes got to reflect on those moments of when you did have fear, you know, um, you know, like for instance, me DJing, you know, um, I didn't know I was going to take it this far. Right. Right. <laughs> I fear every week was, am I going to get a gig or am I going to play? You know, or, or coaching, you know, for me, like, I had a, I started off rough as a coach. Yeah. I didn't win any games. Damn. My first season, I was coaching at a Boys and Girls Club, and, you know, I went 0-8. And after that, you know, you know, I didn't think about coaching again. You know, not necessarily because I didn't want to, but I was just like, you know, that was it. That was the opportunity. You know, it's done. The season's done. You know, and had that fear like, man, am I going to win again or not? You know, or am I ever going to win? You yeah. Know? Luckily, I got another call from my same friend called me. He's like, hey, we need a volunteer over here. And guys, this is funny. You know, I went 0-8 and and at this Boys and Girls Club League and... You know, I get invited to volunteer as a coach somewhere else. And um, in my first season at the rec, because this is another, another gym, I won two championships. <laughs> I think with one of my teams, I went undefeated. And with one of my teams, I, I lost one game. And that's because I didn't have my best player. <laughs> but... You know, that's just a quick example. I can keep going, but, you know, that's, you know, you got to reflect on your, your your good moments in life. Yeah. Don't reflect on the bad moments. Yeah. Even though they do cross my mind sometimes. I'm like, oh, man, you know, I wasn't successful with this. But then, you know, you got to overpower it, power, overpower it with uh, the good moments. Yeah. You know? you know, and something that, too, you know. That brought, you know, came up to my mind too is um, what happens if you continue to live with fear? You know, we all go to one place after our lives, you know, and and Les Brown says it really good. That struck my, my, struck my mind was he says, you're going to continue to live with fear and you're going to end up living. Uh, you know, pretty much, you're going to end up dying with fear. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and you're going to go to the number one place in the world, the graveyard, yep. living with the fear and also living with the fact that you didn't do anything. You didn't, you didn't. And when we say anything, I don't say like you became the superstar, or rock star, you know, famous. No, no, like you didn't do anything like you didn't, you didn't go chase your dreams. You didn't go, you know, go for your goal, accomplish your goal. Even if, if it's the smallest goal, you didn't even do that. Because some people don't, you know. Mm -hmm. Les Browns brings out the example, too, that he's interviewed these older people, the elderly, and he'll ask them the question, what is what is one thing you would do if you could go back, you know, when you're younger, when you're 20 and 30s? I wish I would have just invested into a business. I wish I would have just followed my dreams. Mm -hmm. Not been Not been afraid. And, well, depending on how you handle yourself when you get older, you know, some people can't handle it and just be like, you know, life is what it is, you know, and some people live with that regret, which that regret makes them mad and cranky. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, living, like, living with fear, and it's, it, there's a formula that we see everywhere, you know, and we have a tool called the internet. If you go read any successful person's um, biography or you hear their story they all have this one commonality in, in 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 common what is it they did the one thing that they were afraid of and they failed all the time and they weren't afraid of it and and it was like because they did that it's they were they're able to provide for their family they were able to live their dream they were able to you know pursue happiness in that way and i think that overcoming fear is a big part of pursuing happiness you know you have to get over some of these fears that you're not good enough or that you you can't or that you don't have the skills or, or whatever it, whatever excuse that is you know perpetuating this fear it's like you got to let go of that or or else you become consumed by it you know and and that's it and that's all she wrote and and that's like I don't I don't believe we're just here to work and die I believe we're here to overcome the fear be our be our best selves and and to win and to be successful to be happy you know, and at peace. Yeah, I, I like how you say that, you know, in this world, everyone should should be successful. Everyone can be successful. Absolutely. Um, you know, don't, don't look at yourself in the mirror and just say, oh, it's just plain old me. Yeah. Not, I'm not supposed to be successful because of all the, the bad things that have, have happened in your life or when you have had... Or when you've actually tried to go for your goal and you weren't successful, you can't just make that situation or moment reflect upon your whole life. And you're when you do that, you're basically telling yourself you're you're telling the future you're gonna have. Right. I'm not successful. I'm never going to be successful. Well, guess what? You. It's sad to say, but if you if I catch you telling yourself that, I'm gonna bring it up where. If you continue to tell yourself that, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. But you can change that. Mm -hmm. You can you can tell yourself, I'm going to be successful. I'm just going through a tough time right now mm -hmm. that I'm going to overcome. Transition. Yeah, I, I like I like the word transition. I'm going through transition. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to take. Yeah. But I'm going to. Right. Things in life happen so quick, guys. Things you and you guys know this stuff. 
You think of a thought, bam. You're like, geez. I, I, I know me and Daniel would be talking. Yeah. And he'll say something, I'll be like, man, I was just thinking of that. It's frequency. Yeah, it's all frequency. Yeah. You know, and, and it comes down like we're doing this podcast. And, you know, one of the things that I hold a lot of value is the person I'm doing with, 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 with Daniel. Because, you know, and like how he mentioned, like, the people you're around with. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to do this with anybody else. So, or maybe some other people. But, you know, you start to hang out with that right person. You can overcome that fear. Right. Right. I appreciate that, man. And I, I wouldn't be able to do this without you. You know what I mean? Like you helped me facilitate a lot of things and overcome the fear and um, the procrastination. And I know that's a big one, procrastination. It, it brings up to a point, too, you know, guys, if you're dealing with fear, whatever it might be, you know, you want to be a teacher, you know, DJ, coach, I don't know, um, so many things out there you can be, you know, an engineer. Like, go hang out with some people that do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Ask them questions. Ask them things that, you know, they did wrong and what they did good. So you know what things you can, you 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 should do and what you shouldn't do. Yeah. Because that, that will actually help overcome the fear. And And just know, too, you don't have to do things alone all the time. No. I was just realizing today, you know, before we got into this podcast, <laughs> I was told myself, and I tell my myself these words every day is I'm so happy and grateful and say whatever I'm happy and grateful for. But, you know, I told myself I'm so happy and grateful for the people that I have met in my life because those people have now helped me be successful. Yeah. It's powerful. You know, and. Daniel comes up to mind. The coaches that I'm working with come up to mind. The people that I've worked with in the industry of DJing have helped me. I have so many people in the, in the industry that have helped me so much. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. You know, it starts well, it starts with questioning and asking. That's it. That's it. No, I, I thank you for that, man. That, that was, uh, that was very flattering. No, I, I, f- I feel that same way, you know, and, um, Really, really appreciate the compliments. And I think it is who you, you surround yourself with and, and who you hang out with. And um, you are one of my good friends who we can talk about spirituality and mindset. You know, we can sit here and just try to provide value, you know, just like you said, and just be ourselves, you know, and just and just talk about it. And it flows and it's not something that's forceful. But like you had said, um, it, it, it takes a village. It takes a team, you know, like if you go look at the Tony Robbins, go look at Warren Buffett, go look at all, the, all these people. Are they doing everything alone? No, they're not. They got a whole team, you know, and I feel like collectively that is also a fear of asking for help or teaming up with people or, you know, a, be the, the afraid of looking dumb, you know, like so you want to do it yourself. And it's like that's the hardest way to go about it, you know, like the fear of not of you know, not wanting to branch out and ask for the help. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. Yeah, I've realized that, you know, <clears throat> if you're someone that's, you know, if you're full of money, you know, you're born with money, your family's rich, you know, you can buy things. But in most cases, not everybody's rich. No. So you, you really got to go ask for help. 
Yeah, you can do it on your own. It's going to take longer, though. Yeah, absolutely. Will it feel more fulfilling that you did on Of course. Of course. But if you're someone that's trying to move fast, trying to get to your goal quicker, ask for help. Ask for advice. Do the research, you know, and, you know, look up these other successful people and see how they got there. Most of them, most of them struggle at first. Mm-hmm. A lot of them struggle at first. And then they'll say, you know, I had a conversation with so-and-so and things happen. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how it works. I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know. I think when you just start to do it on your own, it can be a little selfish. Yeah. To yourself. Yeah. Not to anybody, to yourself, which is very, very important that you... Because if you create, if you start creating that selfish aspect, which selfish is not, it's not good. It's not positive. It's negative. So you start to attract that too. Yeah, absolutely. Like you have no, there's no real purpose behind it. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's no, like there's, your why is a lot different. Like I feel like when, when you are in that space of, you know, oh, the lone wolf, or I got to take things on by myself, you know, like, I feel like your energy is different, you know, like, you're almost a little pissed off, because you do have to do it by yourself. But in reality, it's like, well, who's choosing to do it by themselves? We are, you know, and it's like, why? Because I'm afraid to ask for help, you know what I mean? And it's like, and and that, that energy behind that just, it doesn't feel as good as, as, you know, um, collaboration, like this is right. And, and, And it just doesn't feel as good. You know, that that emotion behind, you know, doing like doing I'm not saying you, you have to always be be in collaboration with someone or have a team. But at the same time, it's like sometimes it makes it makes the journey easier and it makes it more fun, man. Like it's just a lot more fun. Yeah, it does. It does. I've had, you know, for my coaching experiences, when you're with that assistant coach or you're the assistant coach mm. and, you know, you win that championship. You know, and it's a team thing. Yeah. It comes down like, I I can say that too, because <clears throat> when I, um, I, I'm going to go back to the moment when I went 0-8. I, I, I did that all on myself. I wanted to do it on my own. And when I went to the wreck, you know, my friends that gave me the opportunity were like, there's someone that can help you, that can be your assistant. He's actually was a, high school coach at this high school. He can be your assistant. Do you want? And I was like, I kind of realized in my head, I was like, no, I don't want it. Yeah. But then I said to myself, I do need the help. Yeah. Being honest to myself. I do need the help. Being honest, yeah. And low key, like he struck my mind until this day. He's still, whenever I coach new teams or younger guys, you know, the one thing he brought to me was, He's like, you know, I asked him, what is it that, you know, what's what's one thing you would teach first? Defense. And no, 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 uh, no lie. I've taken that with me everywhere I go. And you won two championships with it. Yeah. And if I have much success with my defense and coaching. <laughs> and but, you know, like if I would have been ignorant. You know, I would have. I don't think I've been, I would have been where I'm at. Or, yeah, I would have probably get to the point where I'm at, but it would have been a lot tougher, a lot, you know, probably not win two championships. Yeah. You know? But that fear of, you know, 
you know, thinking that I wasn't going to do it. And now, you know, I'm doing it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I agree, man. I, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, it's, it's always like, like a mentor or two that will really change the game for you, you know, and will change your whole life. And it was just because we got outside our comfort zone, you know, and it was like asking for help. And it was just getting, getting away from being afraid, you know, of asking for that help. And it's like, look, you know, look at the position it's put you in now. Like, because you, because you took advantage in that moment, like you're a high school basketball coach now, right? That moment got you to here. That, you know, that overcoming that one sense of fear got you to where you are today. And it's like, just like we were talking about um, earlier, it's like understanding that everything always works out, you know, like in the in the weirdest way, it always works out for you. And it's not as bad as we think it is, you know. Yeah, man. And shout out to um, DJ Ville. Oh, yeah. My uncle. Be smooth. Because <laughs> honestly, you know, you just brought it up. You know, you don't ask for help. Yeah. You know, when I brought up the idea to to Daniel about the podcast, you know. He said, yeah, I'm down. And, you know, I said, oh, dope. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're both busy. And then I told Daniel, you know, hey, I, I got to ask for some. I'm going to look for some resources and ask for help. Mm-hmm. Low-key didn't get some help from the people I reached out to, which is okay. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I felt ashamed because, you know, I was letting Daniel down. and But, you know, Daniel hit me up one time. He's like, man what's up man did, did you get help did you when were you getting this podcast going mm-hmm. i was like honestly man the people i reached out to never reached out back to me yeah and i didn't want to bug them and keep bothering them because you know i thought these people were gonna really extend their hand out and be like yeah well, i hope you because they did say they're gonna help me mm-hmm. and when i sent them sent them the questions because i said hey i'll just send you the questions because i know you're pretty busy to get on a phone call so I'll respect your time and we can um, just, uh, you can just answer them. They'll be helpful as a lot, you know? And um, Daniel's all like, hey, we can find some help. My uncle actually knows how to run a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And I had known DJ Ville because he had booked me for DJing as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm very grateful you know for Daniel introducing me to his uncle like that because his uncle's pretty dope yeah he's cool he's a cool guy he's uh he's 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 very uh he, he does a lot of a bunch of different things so he he understands what to do so shout out to him for for helping us and you know like getting us started because I mean if it wasn't for a lot of that information you know I wouldn't be here sitting here you know doing this so yeah, sure, man. And so, just to cap it off, you know, Daniel, what are two or three things that can overcome with fear to help these people out there? Um, to overcome your fear, two or three things. I think one of the biggest things I do is I as I is when there's something I'm afraid of, I ask how my my younger self would have approached this or how they would have viewed it. You know, so like this podcast, you know, was was a fear for me, 
But why was that? Because when I was younger, I wanted to be a, you know, a radio DJ. I wanted to talk on the, on the radio. You know what I mean? So the fear comes from not living up to this expectation, you know? So a lot of the times, you know, to overcome fear, it's, I check in with my younger self, you know, and I ask, I try to make that individual happy, you know, like, and that's what this is fulfilling. It's a fulfilling a lot of what wasn't fulfilled when I was younger. Um, and an, another way with fear is I just, I, I lean on the people that love me. You know, I lean on the people that love me and support me and, you know, I just trust in them and, and, and their wisdom and, and what they tell me. Yeah, I agree with those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me is meditate. That's a big one. Got to calm yourself down, calm the mind. Remember, cause you're creating that emotion in your mind. So mm-hmm. you want to release that, you know, two is read or watch listen to something inspiring yeah and so you can create that positive emotion that energy that frequency that vibration in your mind and which is going to lead to your spirit and you know i like how how define or daniel put it is um <laughs> he goes by dj define yeah i'm define this is define yeah, yeah um awesome. but yeah lean towards those loved ones mm-hmm. you know but we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first podcast, A Conversation of Wisdom. It's been really dope. This is dope. Mm, We're going to continue to bring you more value. So much fun, man. Like, I had a really good time. Thank you, Mikey. Shout out to Mikey. Shout out to my uncle. Uh, we'll, we'll be bringing a lot of value, so we'll be talking and doing this a lot more. So Definitely. And, you know, if you want to stay in touch with us, um, if you want to provide us any feedback or if you have any questions about, you know, how to get over some humps of, of fear and want to reach us out on a personal level, you know, you can reach us out at, reach us out at um, a conversation of wisdom at gmail.com. You can also reach us out on our Instagram at a conversation of wisdom. And also, if you want to go show us some love and, you know, like and like our page on Facebook, you can go facebook.com slash a convo of wisdom and uh, yeah we'll be looking forward for you guys uh, reaching out to us you know give us your thoughts we want to bring we want to bring good value to you guys appreciate you guys so much thank you thank you for tuning in uh we got a lot more coming so thank you <laughs>